So we're now about five weeks away from a municipal election that no one's really talking about. I'll bet barely anyone even knows what's uh, that it's happening. I mean, I know municipal elections certainly don't get uh, the attention or the grandeur of the provincial and federal elections, but, you know, it is the the election with the policies that impact us most. And it's the first election I recall where even I'm having a hard time covering who is and who is not running for what. And that shouldn't be the case because this is an election where we actually have uh, the possibility and will be shaking up council with seven ridings wide open for new voices to fill. And I think, you know, one of the reasons it's not getting as much of attention is because we're in a relentless news cycle that is completely drowning out anything. But we're only getting one debate so far, one debate. So one debate for 34 mayoral candidates. Like there were dozens of debates over months in the last election. So, you know, no wonder John Tory gets anointed the automatic winner. I'm not sure how anyone else can compete, but this does not serve us well at all. Dr. Meyer Simatiki is a professor of emeritus at the Department of Politics and Public Administration at Toronto Metropolitan University. And thanks, doctor, for joining us now. Alex, glad to be with you. Um, you know, I'm not sure if it's my imagination, but I'm I'm thinking, you know, we're weeks away and, and this is not an election that I don't think I, I don't think we're being served well here. No, it's really running below the radar, and uh, I think in all likelihood we could be headed for a record low voter turnout, uh, just like we had a record low voter turnout in the recent uh, provincial election. So, no, I I think all signals are that um, it's an election that isn't gathering a lot of public attention, and um, I don't blame the public for that. Uh, um, no. Municipal elections are uh, really a difficult kind of horse race to try to track and follow. Um, you know, I've said elsewhere that uh, it's virtually impossible to be an informed municipal voter because when you get your ballot at a municipal election, what you're confronted with is a pretty long list of names that mean nothing to you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it's so hard to know who these people are, what they stand for, what, they're, uh, what they've done in the past, and what they hope to do in the future. So you add it all up, and yeah, it's, it's a pretty perplexing uh, uh, challenge for voters to try to know what's going on in these municipal elections. And they're consequential. I mean, you're picking your school trustee, you're picking a mayor, you're picking a city council, and these are the people who have impact on every day. And I think a lot of people go in and just go, okay, uh, I know John Tory's name, and uh, I'll just pick this person here. Which, again, means that you're missing out on people who probably should, well, shouldn't be in, in, in you know, politics, but you, you don't know who else you're missing. And one of the things I think's happened, we, we had COVID, so of course everyone was told don't gather, um, which, of course, works for the front runner. Like all of this works for John Tory because he's a known brand, a known name. But what doesn't happen is that the other candidates can't punch through the nose and I, I noise. And I've had a lot of other candidates on, you know, during the run up. But if I'm looking to run a, against someone like John Tory or in mayoral politics, I mean, it costs money. It's a huge amount of time. But if I can't punch through, we're not going to get people running. Yeah. So just to just to add to that, uh 
you know, uh, uh, the cost is prohibitive of running a serious uh, uh, election campaign municipally. Uh, in the last municipal election, um, um, Mayor Tory spent uh, close to two and a half million dollars, and uh, ward councillors uh, spent upwards of one hundred thousand. And let's remember that there are no political parties here; like it's on you as candidate to fundraise or to be in hawk for the for the balance. So there's no question that it that the finances of this are are a major impediment. And in the absence of political parties, and we don't have political parties <clears throat> openly running and identified at the local level, so the default is name recognition. You know, mm-hmm. the number of people who understandably cast a ballot by saying, have I ever heard this name before or not, and, and kind of go with the name they know rather than anything they know yeah. about that name or that person, uh, you know, it becomes a pretty shallow kind of uh, exercise of, of uh, popularity by name rather than popularity by accomplishment or, or, or by record in office or by what you could bring to elected office. So just to put that in one context, Toronto has had for the longest time a really serious representation gap. We don't have anywhere near the number of visible minorities, of women, of youth elected onto city council as exist in our population at large. And that seriously distorts the kind of you know, municipal government we get, and you could roll that mm-hmm. out over any number of other municipalities in 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 in, in your listening uh, uh, broadcast range. So it has it has significant consequences. Uh, it's virtually impossible to defeat an incumbent. Municipal yeah. election after municipal election, the incumbent gets reelected. By far, this is the last thing I'll say on this point. By far the longest shelf life of an elected politician is at the municipal level. We have far more turnover provincially and federally because of the political party attachment label than we do municipally when it comes down to name recognition and the incumbent has it and the challengers don't. Yeah, and so, Doctor, before I let you go, like, how could we fix this? Because, again, I've covered lots of these. You know, in the media, we tend to kind of zero in on on the three, four, five candidates who we think will win. But again, it doesn't give a true representation. You can't tell people not to run, but how can we streamline a more efficient process that doesn't undermine democracy and actually gets people, um, you know, educated? I know people should educate themselves, but again, how can we streamline this or run it better so that it serves us better and, you know, we defend our democracy? I'll rattle off a few suggestions that have been uh, that have been proposed. One is to introduce some kind of party or team affili- uh, uh, um, affiliation, so that would raise the likelihood of voters knowing what they are voting for. So, in other words, turn municipal elections from an individual sport into a team sport where where candidates are running either on a municipal party basis or some kind of group affiliation, and it becomes much easier to identify, therefore, what candidates stand for. The city, I think, should have a website where residents can easily access basic platform information about all of the candidates. Right now, there's no way of knowing who all these people are. So 
there should be a single press a single button on your keyboard and log into uh, an identification of who all these people are, what they've done in their local communities, what they want to do going forward. That would at least provide some information. And then last thing I'll say is neighborhood groups and civic groups need to organize far more uh, uh, um, candidates' meetings, uh, uh, the point you started off on. There is at this point only one mayoralty uh, debate being scheduled. That's, that's, uh, 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 um, that's a real uh, uh, bad situation where, where, where there isn't more access to the candidates running to lead the fourth largest city in North America, the political jurisdiction in Canada that has the fifth or sixth highest budget annually, spends the most money, that's the city of Toronto, it's spending more money than half of our provinces. Uh, 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 We're not well served by the electoral system we have. Couldn't agree with you more. It's actually, it really, I don't know how this came to be a reality. It just, this should have been called out, I think, a long time ago that this has happened. But again, we are all so exhausted, so distracted. And uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a real shame. Appreciate your insight into this. Thanks so much for your time today. Happy to be with you. All right, that is Dr. Meyer Simatiki. I always hope I say their names right, you know, uh, who's a professor over at the university formerly known as Ryerson. I'll still never get used to that name. But look, I just don't think we're being well served in this particular election. It is consequential. The city has never looked worse. (laughs) Where are the other voices in this? So we're trying to do our best on it. But this year has been particularly hard to cover.